Welcome to the weekly Comic Web Old Time Radio Program podcast. The Comic Web sells all the old time radio programs heard on our podcast, as well as comic books and more. Check out our Superman radio podcast, and we have a video podcast of the old movie cliffhanger serials. Go to our website, comicweb.com, for information on how to get them, or type the word Comic Web into iTunes and they'll pop up. Sorry we missed last week. I had schoolwork, a presentation at work, and taxes to do. So to lighten things up this week, we went with an episode of Blondie and Dagwood called The New Car. It first aired on November 17th, 1948. Ah, uh, 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 don't touch that dial. Listen to... Blondie! The automobile is a necessity in most families, and the Bumsteads are no exception. But while some families have two cars and keep them running all the time, the Bumsteads only have one car, and they can't keep it running half the time. Dagwood, did you finally get the car started? Ah, naturally. Hey, uh, where's the evening paper, Blondie? Here it is. Hmm. Does the car run all right now? Oh, sure. <laughs> Fixing a car is nothing to an old grease monkey like me. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Well, tell me, grease, how it, did you get it started? It was. Mm, well, it was very simple. I just unplugged the spark plugs. <clears throat> then I pulled the stopper out of the starter. And oh. as a final stroke of genius, I put in some gasoline. <laughs> and that started it? No, Herb Woodley gave me a push. <laughs> How far did Herb have to push you before it started? Just down to the corner garage. Oh, so you had to get a mechanic to start it. Oh, no, I started it. The mechanic just put it back together. (laughs) Dagwood, I think I'd better take the car downtown tomorrow and get it fixed right. Uh, Okay. um, Oh, Blondie. Yes? uh, Did you see this picture in the evening paper? I was wondering when you'd see her. Yeah, oh boy, she's beautiful. <laughs> round, round. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what a chassis. I wouldn't mind driving her home. Look at her. <laughs> she's the queen of the cotton festival. Yeah, she should be. Oh boy. <laughs> Look at that gorgeous upholstery. <laughs> upholstery? Ah. Dad would let me see that picture again. Yeah, here it is, right here. It's a picture of Where? the new Ford, see? Yeah. I wish we could have won it. We really need a new car, dear. Yeah. I'm ashamed of our old car. It's so mm. full of dents. Mm. When I'm driving it and I see somebody I know, I turn my face the other way. It, yeah, no wonder the car's full of dents. <laughs> <laughs> Darling, I think we ought to figure a way to trade it in on a new car. Yeah, but new cars aren't that easy to get, dear. You have to put your name on a list and then wait forever. Oh, wait a minute, Dagwood. Herb Woodley has a new car coming tomorrow, mm. and Harriet says he doesn't want it now. Yeah? Do you suppose maybe he might sell it to Hey, us? that's an idea. I'll go over and see Herb the first thing in the morning. Oh, wouldn't it be wonderful, Dagwood? Then I'd be able to drive down the street without hiding my face. Yeah, <laughs> then you'd be able to see who you're running into. <laughs> What are you doing out so early in the morning? Well, you know the old saying, the early bird gets the worm. Did you get one? <laughs> <laughs> get one? I married one. <laughs> no, 
Oh, speaking of husbands, Blondie, where's yours? Oh, Dad would left early this morning so he could talk to Herb Woodley about a new car. Oh, Julius wants a new car, too. Oh? But I told him nothing doing. I want a mink coat. What did Mr. Dither say to that? He said, I'd never get a mink because I can't keep my trap shut. <laughs> he did? Yes. Yes, but I told him it didn't keep me from catching a skunk. Oh. <laughs> uh, did you want something in particular, Cora? Or do I have something new you're dying to see? <laughs> no, Blondie. No. I want you to make a decision for me. Oh. Shall I buy a new fur coat or not? Why, Cora, I can't tell you whether or not to buy a new fur coat. You can? No, but I'll go with you to pick it out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know what to do, Blondie. Well, I don't want to make the decision for you, Cora, even though I can get you a discount. A discount? You can, Blondie? Where? Where? Oh, Cora, I don't want to influence you into going down to the Daniel Boone Fancy Fur Factory, 126 Grant Street on the fourth floor. <laughs> Oh, you don't? Oh, no, no. Because Mr. Boone always insists on giving me a 10% commission for bringing in new customers. And, well, it's so embarrassing. <laughs> yes, humiliating. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing, Corey, if I advised you to buy a fur coat, Mr. Dithers might get mad and take it out on my dagwood. Oh, all right. But I just know that if I don't buy a new fur coat, Julius will spend the money on a new car. Cora, you know, you should have the car in your name the way we do. In my name? Mm -hmm. Blondie, that's an idea. I'll see you later. Well, what's your hurry, Cora? Blondie, turnabout is fair play. When Julius wanted me to marry him, I had to change my name to his. Now that he wants a car, I think I'll change his name to mine. <laughs> Mom said I just talked to Cora on the telephone. Oh, the telephone. Hmm. What won't they think of next? <laughs> oh, stop making cute jokes. Yeah. This is serious. Cora wants me to change my name to hers. Oh, she does? Congratulations, J.C. I hope you two will be very happy. <laughs> she told me you're getting a new car. Yeah, well, it's kind of like this. You see, Herb Woodley is getting a new car today, but he doesn't want it, so he agreed to sell it to me. How much do you want for it, bummy old pal? Oh, nothing doing, Mr. Dithers. I'm not selling it. Oh, come on. You're a good guy. Oh, no, I'm not. Uh, I mean, nothing doing. <laughs> oh, come on, bummy boy. You're a swell fella. A great guy. My best friend. Yeah, absolutely not. And a stinker to boot. Yeah. <laughs> I suppose you'll go hi-hat now with two cars in the garage. Oh, we're not going to buy the new car from her Woodley until we sell our old car this afternoon. I figure we ought to get $1,000 for it. $1,000? Uh-huh. For that old bag of bolts and a hank of mohair? Mm. <laughs> Who are you going to sell it to? I don't know. Wherever we can get the best price. Well, I know just the place. Mm. Take your old heap down to Snyder Lynch. Mm. Tell Snyder I sent you. Yeah. He and I are members of the same club. Oh, which club is that, Mr. Dithers? Uh, the Monday afternoon lunch bunch? No, the Saturday night noise boys. <laughs> You better get down there right away before the price goes down. But, but what about all this work we've got to do? Now, never mind that. Here's your hat. There. Yeah. The door's open. Go ahead. Yeah, but... I uh... have to see a man about a new car myself. Okay, I'll see you later. Uh, Mr. Dithers, who's the guy that you're going to see? Oh, just a friend of mine. Yeah, well, so long. By the name of Herb Woodley. <laughs> Oh, come on, Woodley. Sell that new car to me instead of Bumstead. I'd like to, Dithers, but I gave Dagwood my word. 
Well, he can keep your word. All I want is the car. <laughs> but after all, a deal is a deal. Look, Bumstead will never be able to keep up the payment. No, a deal is a deal. I'll give you the same price. No, a deal is a deal. I'll let you know if I change my mind. I'll give you cash for the entire amount. Well, aren't you lucky, Dithers? Why? I just changed my mind. <laughs> what happened to a deal's a deal? A deal is a deal, but a cash deal's a better deal. Oh, hey, hey there it is, Blondie. Where? Snyder Lynch is right over there. Oh, yeah, I'll pull in their used car lot. Yeah. There we are. Hmm. Honey, don't you think you should wait until we have the new car before we sell this one? Oh, of course not. I want to sell while the price is up. Hmm, why, we can probably ask $1,000 for this old car. That's an awful lot for a nine-year-old car. Well, that's just my strategy, dear. You see, I'll ask for 1000 and then come down to seven fifty. then I'll take 500 That way I'll get the price I really want. Well, look at the way the paint's faded. Shh, Blondie, please. Here comes the salesman. How do you do, folks? I see you're giving that car the once-over. Isn't it a beauty? It is. I mean, yes, yes, it is. Yes. How would you like to buy it? Buy it? Just look at that sleek, streamlined body. Yeah, but... That but... gleaming paint. Oh, but we Those already... Those graceful, sweeping lines. Yeah, but... but that but... powerful motor. Yeah, but this is our car. It is? Yes. My, you were in a nasty accident, weren't you? <laughs> we came in to sell you this sleek, streamlined body. Yeah, how would you like to buy those graceful, sweeping lines, huh? And that motor. What about the motor? Oh, it has one. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't make a sound either. And don't forget that gleaming paint. What paint? It has a good motor. Yeah. Yes, it doesn't make a sound, your husband said. Are you sure it has a motor, or do you just push it with one foot like a scooter? Uh, my husband is only asking $1,000 for it. <laughs> uh, I don't think he'll pay a 1000 I, I know it, Blondie. I, I'm only going to ask for a 1000 so I can get the 500 Oh, how much did you say you want for your car? A thousand dollars. I'll give you six hundred. Seven hundred and fifty. Six hundred. Five hundred. Dagwood. <laughs> it's a deal for five hundred. Uh-huh. See, Blondie, I told you I'd get my price. Oh. Dagwood, Dagwood, look, there's Herb Woodley around by his garage. Oh, come on, Blondie. I can hardly wait to see our new car. I know. Oh, boy. Uh -huh. Hiya, Herb, old buddy, buddy. Oh, hello, Bumstead, old daggy daggy. <laughs> hello, Blondie. Hello, Herbie. <laughs> oh, Herbie, have you got a big surprise for me, huh? Yeah, bigger than you say. Yeah? Uh, hey, where's the new car? In the garage. Dad, we just sold our old car. Well, that's a coincidence. Why? I just sold you a new one. Oh, is that so... Uh, wait a minute. I, I thought you said it was in the garage. It is, in Mr. Dither's garage. Yeah? There's nothing around here except money. I suppose Mr. Dither forced you to sell him the car. Yes, he did, Blondie. He came up to me in broad daylight and stuck $2,000 in my rib. Oh, holy smoke. <laughs> hey, Blondie, no car at all now. I, I'd better go down and buy back our old car. Yes, darling, you'd better hurry before they sell it to someone else. Hmm, Woodley, you sure are some friend. Well, you know the old saying, Dagwood, business is business. Yeah, and you sure gave it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Dad, would you see our old car anywhere? Oh, dear, I hope they haven't sold it. Yeah, me too. Oh, here it is over here, Blondie. Hey, it looks just the same. Oh. <laughs> you know, Blondie, the old bus doesn't look so bad after all. No. It's no. given us a lot of good service, Dagwood. Yeah. Maybe we were a little hasty in wanting to trade it in. Yeah, I agree with you, dear. How do you do, Paul? Oh, it's you again. <laughs> yes, we came down to buy back our old car. Well, you came to the right place. We're the only place in town that has your old car. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, we want to buy it back. <laughs> Here's your $500 here. $500? Here. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. I gave you $500 for it. If I sold it back to you for $500, I wouldn't make a dime. Not a dime. Okay, here's $500 and 10 cents here. <laughs> Besides, we had to recondition your old car. We completely rebuilt it from top to bottom. Oh, my. What did you do to it? We gave it a wash, put air in the tires, and turned the speedometer back. <laughs> Holy smoke. <laughs> hey, it would be better to wait for a new car, I guess, huh? Well, very well. I'll put you at the bottom of our list. You're uh, number 2,372. 2,372? Yes, and I can assure you that you'll get a beautiful streamlined car with a motor in the back and a propeller on top for flying. Oh, is that how they're building the new cars? No, but they will be by the time you get one. <laughs> yeah, well, never mind. I, well, I'll take my old car. All right. Now, let's see. That's 500 plus 15 plus federal tax plus state tax plus city tax plus any old tax. Yeah. That comes to $700. $700? Yeah, but I only have 500 Gee, the old car's beginning to look pretty good now. Yeah, oh, my. But, Blondie, dear, where else can we get a car like that, even for a lot more money? Well, maybe Mr. Dithers will help you. Yeah, I'd have to do a lot of talking to get $200 out of Mr. Dithers. Then you'd better do a lot of talking, or you'll do a lot of walking. <laughs> Oh, there you are, Bumstead. Well, this time you're late. Come in here. Good, good morning, Mr. Dithers. Oh, gosh. Am I out of breath? I hope so. Yeah, huh? Well, let's hear the story. Oh, once upon a time, there were three bears. Mama Bear, Papa Bear, and Baby Not that story. <laughs> you strudel noodle. <laughs> What's the idea of coming in here half hour late? Well, I missed the bus and had to walk all the way down here. Why didn't you get Blondie to drive you down? Hmm, because we sold our car over at your friend's place, and when we got home, we discovered that you had swindled us out of the new car Herb Woodley was going to sell us. That's why. Oh, Bumstead, don't take it so yeah. hard. It wasn't really a swindle. It was more of a shenanigan. Uh, <laughs> uh, what's a shenanigan? Well, that's a small swindle. Oh, yeah. Why didn't you go down and buy back your old car? Yeah, I tried to, but they only gave me 500 for it. And, and now they want 700 for the car. <laughs> oh, poor old Bumstead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's too bad you didn't act faster and get that new car from Woodley. Yeah. Oh, it's a dream. Wouldn't you like to run over and see it sometime? No, sometime. I'd like to see it run over you, though. <laughs> Now, is that nice, Bummy? Mm -hmm. Tell you what I'll do with you. I'll go down there and help you get your old car back. Oh, that's very nice of you, Mr. Diddy's, but I don't believe you can do it. Why, sure I can. Old Snyder and I are both members of the Saturday Night Noise Boys. Yeah. And when you give one of the members the tight secret handshake, mm -hmm. 
He has to do you a favor. Secret handshake, huh? Uh-huh. So let's go down to Snyder's place and put the squeeze on him. Well, Julie Dithers, come on in. Hi, Snyder, old buddy. I want you to meet my assistant, Bumpstead. How do you do? Always glad to meet an assistant, Bumpstead. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Bumpstead's his name. Yeah, yeah, Dagwood Bumpstead. Uh, Bumpstead wanted to sell his car, so I told him I thought Snyder Lynch would give him a good price. You came to the right place, Bumpstead. My motto is, it's a cinch and a clinch. You won't feel the pinch if you buy a car from Snyder Lynch. Yeah. Well, I didn't get pinched, but uh, I got stuck. What? You see, Snyder, he sold his old car here because he thought he was going to get a new one. But somebody beat him to the new one. Somebody with, uh, shall we say, more brains? No, let's say uh, somebody with more cash. Yeah, yeah, let's say that instead. Ah! Bumstead! How much did we give you for the car, Bumstead? $500. Well, you came to the right place that time. Yeah, and now he wants to buy his car back for the same price. Well, you came to the wrong place this time. <laughs> oh, but Snide, old pal. Mr. Dithers, a secret handshake. Give him the secret handshake. In a minute, Bumstead. Uh, Snide, won't you change your mind for old time's sake? Oh, I'd like to, Julie, but you know I'm expanding my business, improving my property, and things like that cost money. How about the secret handshake, Mr. Dithers? Oh, I guess it's no use, Dagwood. He has a point, you know. But I won't let you down, Bumstead, old friend. Mm. Faithful employee. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Dithers. How much money have you got? $500. They want 700 for the car. All right. If I lend you enough to buy back your car, will you promise to pay me back the $200? Oh, you bet. <laughs> oh, thanks, Mr. Dithers. You're a real friend. Snide, I'll give you one more chance. How about lowering the price of Bumstead's car to $500? Oh, Julie, I can't do that. Not even when I shake your hand like this. What? Why, that's a secret handshake of the Saturday Night Noise Boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now you have to do me a favor and lower the price of that car. Oh, all right, Julie. You win. But I can't take less than 600 for it. Sold. Mm. Bumstead, here's $100 to go with your 500 mm-hmm. Pay the man and let's get out of here. Yeah, okay, okay. Here you are. Four, five, six hundred dollars. Yeah. Okay, the car is yours. Come on, Bumstead. So long, Snide. So long, Julie. See you Saturday night. Oh, boy, you sure pulled that one off, Mr. Diddick. Let's see. Now, I owe you $100. Correction, please. What? What was the agreement we made in there? Well, you said oh. if you loaned me enough to buy back my old car, would I pay you back $200? Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Oh, oh, yes. Owe me two hundred dollars. Yeah, but but you're jipping me out of a hundred dollars. I won't pay it. It's a swindle. Not a swindle, Bummy. A shenanigan. Yeah, well, I refuse the shenanigan. It. I, I revolt. In that case, I'm going to keep your old car as security until you do pay oh, me. You mean you take advantage of old Daggy? Old Daggy has hit a snaggy. Yeah. <laughs> Look. The loan put you back on your feet, didn't it? Yeah. Then start walking. Is that you, Dagwood, darling? No, this is me, Dagwood Sucker. (laughs) What's the matter, dear? Didn't Mr. Dithers give you the money for the car? Yeah, he gave me the money. He loaned me $100 and trapped me into agreeing to pay back $200. Oh, but isn't that a swindle? No, Mr. Dithers says it's a shenanigan or something. Well, where is the car? You brought it home, didn't you? No. 
Mr. Dithers is keeping it as security until we pay him the $200. But, Dagwood, where are we going to get an extra $200 now? First, I guess we could cut down on expenses somewhere. Mm. Let me think. Oh, I know. Right. Darling, we just won't give each other a Christmas present this year. Uh-huh. And we can pay Mr. Dithers out of our Christmas bank savings. Oh, plan. now, Blondie, gosh, I wanted to try and get you that beautiful silver fox jacket that you've always wanted. Oh, it isn't that important, Dagwood. I can get it some other time. But I, I want you to be as well-dressed as other women we know, Blondie, like, well, Harriet Woodley and Mrs. Dithers. Oh, and... Cora Dithers doesn't have a new fur coat, Dagwood. In fact, just this morning, she asked me to help her make up her mind about... New fur coat? Huh. That's it, Dagwood. What? Did you figure out a way to get a new fur coat? No, but I figured out how to get that $200. How? I'm going to take Cora down to Daniel Boone's fancy fur factory. Mm. We're going to do a little fur trapping, and we might catch Mr. Dithers. Oh, what's all the excitement, Blondie? Oh, Cora, I finally made up your mind for you. You have? What did I decide to do? You decided to buy that new fur coat. Oh, goody, Blondie. Oh, I'm so good to me, aren't you? <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, what's the matter? It's too late. Julius has already spent the money on a new car. Oh, oh, I'd forgotten about that. <laughs> Mr. Dither swindled you out of a fur coat and Dagwood out of $100. As soon as Julius found out I was going to make him put our car in my name, he ran right out and bought the new one. Wait a minute, Cora. Is the new car in your name? Of course. I had to get something out of all this. Uh-huh. What, Blondie? I think I know how we can all get even with Mr. Dithers. Good. I'll go with you. <laughs> Just let me get my hat and coat and a jack handle. <laughs> Mr. Dithers may think he swindled you and Dagwood, but I think he swindled himself. <laughs> Dithers, can I just borrow my car a little bit for Nothing a while? Nothing doing. Oh. Not until you pay up the 200 you owe me. Oh, now, come on, Mr. Dithers. I won't hurt it. No. You might run over somebody and bend the tires. <laughs> I think you're taking unfair advantage of a situation. Now, what are you squawking about? You only lost $100. Cora got gypped out of her new fur coat. Julius! Surprise, Julius! Oh, hello, Blondie. Cora? Uh, oh, speak of the devil. <laughs> Were you speaking of the devil? No, we were just talking about you. <laughs> Julia? Oh, I, I, I didn't mean you. You were a devil, Angel. Oh, Angel. Oh, did you hear that? Uh-huh. Oh, in a minute, I'll be sprouting wings. Yeah, then you can take off. <laughs> <laughs> Julia, Peter, did it. Don't you notice anything different about Cora? Different? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, now that you mention it. Isn't your hair fixed differently or something, Cora? Oh, not particularly. I just washed it and fixed it in sort of an upswept. Oh, yeah, you look like something that has been swept out. <laughs> I, I mean washed up. Oh, you look, you look good. Yes, you look good. Uh, it isn't her hair, Mr. Dithers. It's something she's wearing. Something expensive. Something expensive? Open your coat for her. Let's see if you have on something new. She doesn't have to open her coat, Mr. Dithers. It is her coat. Oh, a new fur coat. How do you like it, Julius? Oh, beautiful, beautiful. Turn around, let me see it. Yes, very nice. Did you see that bump set? Ah. Cora has a new fur... Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, bloody, 
Somebody got it for me at a discount. But who? Was it? Where? Yeah, that's the word, where. Where did you get the money to pay for it? Oh, Blondie took care of that. Uh, Blondie, you? Mm-hmm. And here's the $200 that Dagwood owes you, Mr. Githers. Blondie, you took care of the coat. You mean you paid for it? Oh, no. I just figured out a way for Cora to pay for it. How? She sold your new car. Oh, no! <laughs> The Blondie Show was heard in the United States over NBC, the national broadcasting company, and has been rebroadcast for our servicemen and women overseas by the United States Armed Forces Radio Service, the voice of information and education. <laughs>